You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome back to the Stateside Podcast and on the new RSS feed. Just as a reminder, we were doing the Stateside Podcast for about 80 plus episodes. And over time, as you guys well know, that became a little more off-brand from music industry-related content. And, um, you know, my other co-hosts, Alan Ashcraft and Jacob Dubois, um, it became more just a general entertainment podcast. And if you want to still listen to that show, that is still a podcast under the name Nonversation Station. So please go check that out on uh, everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Um, But yeah, thank you for checking out the new and approved Stateside Podcast. This first episode is with Joel Wanisak. Joel is one of the co-founders of URM. uh, That stands for Unstoppable Recording Machine. And you can find Joel on Instagram at Joel Wanisak, W-A-N-A. S-E-K. That's how you spell his last name. A really nice guy. And he was emceeing through the whole weekend. So in between speakers, he would get up there and hype everyone up and introduce a new speaker. And so he was busy all weekend long. And the fact that he found uh, even a few minutes to sit down with me and chat, that, that was greatly appreciated and speaks highly to his character. By the way, I reached out to Joel only a few days prior to the summit starting. And he got, back, he got back to me immediately and said that he would be down to, to talk, um, time permitting. So um, please excuse any background noise on this episode. We were literally re- recording in a hallway outside the, the uh, convention hall where it was being held. So uh, once again, thank you to Joel. And please go support everything that URM is doing. They provide really good service for both new and upcoming mix engineers and producers Um, all the way to people that are seasoned and have been doing this their whole lives. I think there's something there for everyone. Thanks again. Thank you for joining the Stateside Podcast. Joel. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Do me a favor and pronounce your name. Joel Wanasek. Wanasek. Yes. Wanasek. Yes. Okay. You got it. Right <laughs> as it's spelled, you'd be amazed how many people get that wrong. You'd be amazed the kind of things people would have said in like middle school. Oh yeah, like ball sack yeah, and just dude, bullshit. Like, <laughs> I definitely punched a couple of kids in the face. That's hysterical. You know, it, it was the metal thing to do. Oh yeah, it's, that's what you do when you're that age. <laughs> Anything with sack in it, it's, yeah. <laughs> you're done as a kid. It's over. Uh, we are sitting in a hallway outside of the Acacia Ballroom? Sure. Is that how you pronounce it? I think. I mean, yeah. Like Acacia Strain. Acacia. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, I don't, I don't oh you guys it. named it. Oh, can I curse on this? Oh, fuck yeah. All right. All right. Fuck just, yeah. Just check it. Fart fuck. Yeah. All right. All right. Whatever you want to say, man. Cool. Freedom of speech in this world. That's refreshing in 2019. Oh, I feel like I can't have an opinion on anything anymore because it's going to upset man. something. But, you know, as a business owner, you just shut your mouth and smile. Finn McKinty and I were talking about this the other day, how like you got to kind of keep quiet your real beliefs around this oh. community. Yeah, any community. Like, you just, I mean, yep. it's just bad business. And I tell this all the time to like upcoming producers. I'm like, look, it's one thing to argue with a client. That's right. But to argue with a potential client, that's just suicide. Because if you were to post something, say, political mm-hmm. on your stuff, you've just pissed off 50% of the people on your feed. Yeah. So unless unless you have some like really reclusive niche group of friends, I mean, it's just, it's just bad business. So you just keep your mouth shut. Um, 
So our audience primarily is fellas like yourself, gals like yourself, people who are into music production or, you know, managers of bands, people who work at labels, etc. So with that in mind, can you give a quick bio on who you are, what you do, and, and why you are sitting in this hotel today? All right. So, um, well, I've already stated my name, I guess. Yeah. I am one of the co-owners and founders of Unstoppable Recording Machine. We are the world's largest online school for rock and metal producers. Uh, the elevator pitch would be something like, I bring you the best metal and rock mixers in the world and the biggest bands and like you can download the tracks, do your mix, watch them, interact with them on live stream, et cetera. Um, you know, at the most basic fundamental of our company. And I bring it to them for the price of a couple of cups of coffee a month, which is so cool. If you think about it like this, like 10 years ago, right. When I wanted to learn, you know, if I wanted to learn from anybody who had done anything with credits, it would have been like, yeah, uh, you know, book a session and pay me five grand and come out for a, for a day and just watch and shut up. You know what I mean? Like right. that was, you couldn't find that information. So we just totally disrupted that market. It's crazy. That, <laughs> yeah. And it's really the only one that I know is doing it, especially in rock. Like there are some other stuff, but our format is extremely different. For example, we're having a live summit right now. Yes. So I it's mean, like an actual community. And it, yeah, it's a, a massive community of people and it's like half rock concert, believe it or not, you know, because this is like an audio summit, you know, mm -hmm. and audio people are very introverted, but you know, yesterday night we had them jumping up out of the chairs and screaming and, um, it's, it's just turned into such a positive, exciting thing. It's, you know, so it's not just education. It's, it's a freaking movement. I, I, it's the only word I can think of, uh, to describe it. It's just turned into something that massive. Again, you know, when you start doing this kind of stuff, you don't expect that to happen, but the community is just incredible. They're so positive and there's so much energy and just so many people doing amazing, amazing things. So that's, yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was telling you, I was so surprised at how much of a community this really is. And not not to be offensive anyway, but I I was like, this would be rad if there was a hundred people here. Yeah, <laughs> if that. I mean, if there. I if think the first year we had like people seventy here. people, and it was. You know, I mean, not and that's quite as loud, but it was. I mean, again, you got to understand, like a summit is like our apex. You know, we've got thousands of people all over the world from every, yeah. you know. Um, many, many, many countries. And, but the summit is like our high ticket event, meaning right. people come in, they pay big bucks. We fly in the speakers, you know, the producers. And I mean, we have people here from Taiwan, Russia. Yeah. We have people from, um, I met someone last night Hong from Kong. France. Yeah. France yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Sweden. We, you know, it's, it's yeah, the speaker that just was up with Australia. We have 10 people who flew from Australia. Crazy. You know <laughs> how far the fucking is? Yeah. Man? I mean, you know, the flat earthers don't even acknowledge that as like a legitimate, yeah. you know, Distance. yeah, it doesn't even exist. So, you know, I mean, there's people here from a place that doesn't even exist That's according right. to one worldview. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> somehow they just showed up here from Narnia. Yeah. I love it. Narnia. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, again, I, I'm just thoroughly impressed with this whole event and everyone here has been so kind and ready to mingle. Like, I was having just random, I don't know what you guys are encouraging because I showed up late. I got here Friday evening. Right. So I didn't see the opening of this. I didn't see, you know, the, the pep talks that I'm sure you give because you're so goddamn energetic. But it, it did seem as though everyone has the common goal of introducing themselves and coming up and saying hi 
and it, it was great, man. There's no ego. It's not like, oh, who the fuck are you? Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Well, there's a little story about that. Okay, so I'm an introvert, believe it or not, um, which is... Wow. If, if you've... Anybody who's seen me... Well, I commend you for overcoming that. <laughs> well, thank you. If you saw me 20 years ago. But anybody who's seen me like public speak or do like live, you know, Facebook stuff or whatever, you would be like, you're an introvert. Shut up. No, you're not. I'm like, right. no, you have no idea. I was like the most awkward person on the planet. And I realized, um, you know, if, if we were to take a probably like a, a statistical breakdown of our audience, it's probably 80% of it, you know, maybe 90 is just super introverted people. Cause producers, what do you do? You yeah. sit in front of your screen. Lone wolves. Yeah. You like, you know, you yell at the band silently, uh, you know, passive aggressively behind yes. you as they make mistakes and you yeah. fix stuff in a dark room for They're engineers. Years. Yeah. High frequencies, numbers, yeah, knobs. Like you're not out there like at the bar, like, Hey, what's yeah, up? Right, you know? Right, right. So there were some legendary, like, attempts at audio meetups that just in some of the forums and that really went bad because of that thing. Cause everybody got there and they didn't have like a charismatic figure to just kind of bring it together. Pocket and super awkward and sweaty. And yeah. So when we set out, you know, we started off by building a community of people and just making it. Cause again, audio is a brutal place. I guess a lot of internet stuff is, you know, YouTube yeah. comment sections, but audio is a very brutal place. Like back when I started this, like 20 years ago, um, you would go on and ask a question and it was just like old guys, you, idiot. Yeah, you moron. What the fuck like go clean the toilet like how dare you not know about the dinner sample rate? you know like like what sample rate hold on i don't understand they're like go fucking read this white paper kid you know and so i always hated that shit that's right. the reason i have like 10 posts on some of the big sites that i've been on for 20 years Good for you. because you know i'm like man i i don't want to say something and get lit now yeah. fast forward we looked at that stuff and we're like well this kind of sucks because there's a lot of people that are super enthusiastic about this very passionate they want to learn but they have no outlet and every time they go they get beaten down by somebody who's just being an asshole that's right and we wanted to be different. So we started off by our Facebook group and attaching and building a community. And, you know, we went out and we studied this stuff and we took courses on it. And we like, you know, we really invested into it as a business and we tried to learn how to facilitate. And we've gotten better and better, obviously, over the years at it. But when it came time to do live events, fast forward, you know, we sat there in the year when we had no idea what this was going to be. We just like, all right, we got like 120 people here, including staff that just flew in from all over the place. We're at a hotel, you know, we got like lights in a stage and I'm sitting there in the meeting with the other two owners, Joey and Al. And we're, I'm like, guys, like we gotta, we gotta break the ice. Cause I can feel the awkwardness. People are mm. excited to be here, but no one's ever really done anything like this in our space. So what do we do with our hands? Yeah. Like those guys, um, my partners are brilliant strategic planners. Um, they're not the, I mean, like, like Joey likes to hang out, but Al is definitely, you know, he's, he's a, he's a planning genius. You know, he doesn't like to go, he's not a social, but yeah. I'm a social dude. So like I said, which is ironic cause I'm an introvert. Right. And I was just like, okay, so I had an idea. So we have a pre-party, which is kind of like, you know, everybody kind of goes and it was just like, you know, you have all these people just sitting there sitting at the tables. It was kind of quiet, kind of tense. And I, I bought this fucking crazy jacket in Japan filled with like stars and shit from this <laughs> like rock star store that was, right. you know, it's just something fucking crazy. Like I had a number one hit in Japan and the, the artists flew the whole team out and like, we just went on tour and shit and partied for like two weeks. And I, I got this crazy fucking jacket on a secret floor in this place in, uh, not Shibuya. It's the one above, um, uh, it's by like Harajuku street, which is very famous. Um, Royal flash is the name of the store. They have a secret floor for like, yeah, oh, okay. for like rock stars and like people that are like yeah, models. Yeah. And I like, think I know what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I'm there with a bunch of producers and like big shot Japanese people. And they're like, Oh, we got to go to the secret floor. And I found this fucking jacket and I bought it and I walked into that pre-party and like the whole place just erupted. They're like, Holy shit. <laughs> Cause you know, 
I was so far out of, no one expected yeah. to see something that over the top. Right. And then everybody was like, okay, I'm not that asshole. And they, you know, it just yep. made it, it fun. broke the ice. And they fucking opened up and well, it was beautiful. Well, for people beautiful. who don't know, right now you're, you're wearing a button down, <clears throat> excuse me, a very nice looking shirt, slacks, and just ridiculous like Versace style shoes. And, and you had this crazy jacket on. This is my Ric Flair drip. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's you, you ever awesome. seen that song? Everyone's wearing black with metal t-shirts. I mean, yeah, that's the first the year was even worse. It was all hoodies and right. um, all metal hoodies. So I sure. walk in and I'm dressed in a fucking suit. And then they're like, I mean, again, I was sitting here because there was the argument, well, you know, we're, I'm like, I'm wearing a suit on stage. And they're like, no, you're not because you're not relatable to our audience, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, listen, you're at my fucking event. Yeah. I want, you, need to, you need to know you're at, you're at an event, not some bullshit. So I, right. I went up. And I brought, you know, some suit game and stuff like that. And like now everybody's wearing crazy stuff. And, you know, this is like the most floss and flexing event. No, it's these guys fun, dress dude, fun. It's yeah. fun. I and mean, it, that, that last, uh, the last speaker, what's his name again? Oh, Jens Bogren. Jens Bogren. That's why I didn't even attempt to do it. Uh, it was so fun and colorful and you guys had intro music and outro music and you're emceeing in between the guests. And people like, are screaming and hyping. People are screaming and, and yeah. hyping. It's fucking, people are actually engaged too. Everyone there was you taking You retain notes. it better yeah, from man. a learning point of view when people, I mean, again, we study this advanced psychology type of stuff and, you know, like when you go to like see Tony Robbins, like he gets you doing shit that you would never do. Like all of a sudden you, you're sitting there with your arms crossed. You're like, this is dumb. And right. then 10 minutes later, you're fucking hugging people you're and hugging running people. And you're like, what yep. are you doing, man? You know, it's so, all, it's all, um, it's engineered, but in a, in a positive way. Yeah. And then it just, it snowballs and cascades into yep. positivity. So the next thing we did aside from that crazy pre-party intro is I'm like, all right, look, there's two ways a stage could think could go down. Like, I'm like, why don't you crank the music? Let's hit some crazy ass light. Yeah. shit i'm like fucking i'm gonna run up there i'm gonna jump i'm gonna get these people standing up it's and out great, of their chairs man. and they were like no fucking way and i'm like look if I, I i think i can pull this off and i had this gut feeling about it and i, I thought it was good there was like no way this is this yeah. is like like who do you fucking think you are i'm like dude watch this and then it happened and we were like holy shit and then it was just like a cascading snowball by the end of the week um you know because we did like a four-day event like it was just crazy shit like we had a rap battle that broke out year one spontaneously like you know imagine like you're sitting at the bar everybody's lit it's like midnight and you just walk up we just start dropping bars and we're all terrible none of right, us right. Did. but it, but it went guys. for four hour four fucking hours screaming like oh my god you know right we shut the, we shut this I, we, I don't know how we didn't get kicked out of the hotel or arrested but it was like you know and then we're carrying people and body surfing yeah. people and i mean it was just the rowdiest thing ever and it was like everybody went home from that and we were like Oh my God, if you weren't there, you don't, you just, you just don't even fucking know. So, yeah. you know, the next yeah. year it was bigger and better. Now here we are in year three. And it's, I love it. I mean, last night I was talking to my old friend, Chris Kremit, like I've literally grown up with him, him, been in each other's weddings. They're like, that's how long I've known him. And I think I met him when I was like 12, 11, something like that. Anyway, we're, we're just catching up and this, this young guy walks up, Nelson, Yeah, he's 25, introduces himself and me and Kremit were kind of walking like out of the hotel yeah. and he just walks with us yeah. and we're like, Hey, how's it going? And at first it was a little weird. We're like, hi. And he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm Nelson. I'm really a big fan of you, Kremit. And I heard you talking about you, you manage producers, blah, blah. And we just started to talk and we all three of us just walked to a casino and gambled till like two in the morning. Fuck. Yeah. It See, was great. That's what it's about. And now I know him. He's a really good guy. Super smart. Like he's doing shit. Yup. And I would have never known that if I, if I didn't, have that welcoming feeling that this place gives off yes so we started doing um 
you know, I do like all the emceeing stuff and like I, I do all these exercises because again, you have 80% introverts. So year one, we, we brought a hype. Year two, I'm like, all right, there's even more people here. So why don't we do things that, you know, we force people to break out of their shells and yeah. become not introverts. And we're, we're doing thing exercises and, you know, it's like if I see somebody sitting there kind of being awkward, I'll just grab me like, hey, come, you know, you know, who's your favorite producer here? But like, here, let me introduce you, you know? And right. all of a sudden, you know, 10 minutes later, that kid's opened up and they're blossoming and they're talking. Oh, that's not to interrupt you, but that reminded me of something. When you walk in these rooms you have people that are in the if if there's you know level one to level 10 in, in the career you have guys that are at 0.5 yes so just starting out and then there's guys all the way at 10 plus yeah the guys who have mixed and produced some of the biggest bands in the world and everybody treats and each other with respect just, yeah like they're their best friends it's been and, great and it's i don't know it's i don't know how it happened I do, but I don't, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't plan this shit. It just kind of happens. And it's well, like, let's, I mean, let's talk about it. Cause I think why it's happened is a few things. I think for one, you guys are positive. Yeah. It's super important. You, I yeah. mean, look at your Facebook feed, right? I mean, I, it's I, all negative. Trump sucks. Hillary sucks. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't even, I, I, have, I feed block anything political, anything you have to, because you don't, I never open the news, mm -hmm. right? I learned that from Tim Ferriss. Just ignore the shit. Huge fan of Tim Ferriss. Yeah, yeah. You have to, because it's just like, who fucking cares? You know, I mean, it matters, but you know, but not really. it does, but it doesn't right. like nothing really changes. Nothing nope. like not your day to day yeah. and your goals. And, so right. just focus on doing you. So I'm just like, everybody's so fucking negative, especially yeah. in audio and music. Cause it's like, you know, you put out a mix as a mixer and you know, it doesn't matter what you do. So you're going to get the shit beat out of you on YouTube. And it's like, I've watched mm. the best people in the world just like fucking mauled to death. And like this fucking mix sucks. You use too many drum samples. Next thing, these samples are too fucking weak. Well, you know, and you're just like, come on. You know, come on. Like the band obviously loved it, which is the most important thing. And it's their music, it's their expression, it's them connecting with the fans. Yeah. So we're again, we just sat down and we're like, how can we do everything differently and do everything positively? So I'm out there just trumpeting the horn because again, think about it like this. Okay, so 20 years ago when I started doing this shit, I'm self-taught from the cornfields of fucking Wisconsin. Right. How many big bands come from Wisconsin that you've ever heard of? Zero. Zero. We had, I mean, in the 90s sure we had local H. Oh, we okay. had uh, Weezer, the what? The, or I think Rivers is from uh, Kenosha. And See, then, I think of them as an LA band. Yeah, well, Butch Vig, right now an LA producer, but he did that uh, Nirvana's Nevermind in Madison. He recorded it in the Hammy. Oh no shit! I don't so think I ever knew that, that was like Wisconsin's claim to fame. Right. Now we did have uh, Bon Iver, I think. I don't. Listen it's not to Bon Iver, is it? I don't listen to that fucking it's music. Bon Iver, I, don't, yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's you know. I don't, it's not for me. Yeah, fuck it. So I don't care how it's pronounced. Fuck right. <laughs> <laughs> it. I gotta have some metal crud, but <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was interesting because I, I totally self-taught. I never had an internship. I literally just figured it out. Just like, right. you know, Joey. And I mean, look at the career Joey's had. As, sure. uh, to talk about an influencer in the space and, you know, metalcore and all that for a, a fucking decade. It's crazy. And when I met Joey in 2008, it was just like the first producers we met and it was crazy because we did things the same way and we just became like best buddies because we didn't know any other producers and we, we were like on the internet just figuring shit out. Where does Joey live? Is he, he a Florida? He's from Indiana, but he now lives in, um, uh, oh, what you call it? Um, Michigan. So, oh, okay. So he lives close to you. Yeah. It's a five hour drive or like, uh, you know, hour flight and an hour drive. Gotcha. So it's, you know, either way it's two and a half to five hours if we want to hang out, but, close ish. Uh, it, it is crazy because sometimes you just meet people and Joey's just a maniac worker like yeah. I am and we just do shit together. When we do something, we just always somehow manage to do it big. Like we're just very focused, disciplined. You guys definitely people. do. And and the thing that has stuck with me, if, if there's one word I could think of for this whole event and URM and 
the vibe would be community. Yeah. So can you talk on that a little bit? Like how, why is community so important? for? Well, producers? think about it like this. Okay. Or for anyone. Any, I, I, I laugh sometimes uh, with Joey and Al. I'm like, you know, anybody could have done Nail the Mix, but the difference is we did it. All right. So meaning that I feel like there's a lot of people that could have done something, but they, they don't have the fucking work ethic. And then the next thing was like, okay, we've got this cool business. Now, how do we stop somebody from copying it? Because, you know, anybody can go make a mixing video and put it up on YouTube or whatever. So how do we, how do we make something that you can't fuck with? Cause we're business right. people first and foremost, you know, we, we are total nerds with that shit. Uh, you know, like Warren Buffett says, you know, you, you look, you want to invest in a business. You want something with a big ass moat around it. We're like, where's our moat? And we were just thinking about like, what is unfucking assailable? And that is an amazing fucking community because you can come in, you can poach our artists, you know, you can take the bands, you could, you could try to make something that competes with us, but you will never be able to fuck with our community because yep. it's been thoroughly built and massaged and inspired over years. And it's, it's some people are subscribed to nail the mix just because they're there to hang out with their friends and they love it and they just want to be part of the community. And that to me, that's crazy, but that shows you as a validation of how powerful something like that is. And it's yeah. definitely hard to make a community. I mean, it's not something that, it no. sounds easy on the outset. Uh, and well, it's then, one thing to do it online. It's yeah. a different thing to do it in real in life, which you guys person. are doing. And we do meetups in different cities. And again, it's crazy to go to like, you know, anywhere. Like I've been to Sweden and all of a sudden like 60 fucking people came out to hang out with us. We had like Daniel Bergstrand and, um, you know, we flew to Sweden and like we had a meetup and there's like 60 dudes that showed up and I'm like, what the in Sweden? fuck? Yeah. I went to Russia. Okay. Cause my wife is from there and, um, you know, I had a meetup and like eight dudes came out and I was like, oh my God, in you know, you like Orlando, LA. I mean, I expect LA so and Nashville, cool. but it's like we go Austin, like it doesn't matter where we go. Chicago. I had you know, this is like year one, you know, there's probably like 50 people that came out. So it's like when you, when you it's, it's weird when you sit on the side of it as a business owner, you know, you, you see numbers and data and people on the internet, but when you see, see it in person, it kind of just like, holy shit, this is like a real thing. These are real fucking, you know, like right. this is real. Real and people. It was like shocking to see that the first time. And so we, we have all these events and team captains that set them up and um, it, it's just awesome. So anytime we have a nail the mix, we try to have an event and because it's just like as an owner of the company, you want to meet all of your subscribers, yep. see what's going on in their life, understand their needs so you can serve them better. Yep. And I don't know, I'm, I'm just a big proponent of value. Like if I'm gonna take somebody's dollar, I wanna give them 10 times the value so no one can ever be like, man, you're ripping people right. off, you're doing bullshit or whatever. They could be like, no, I get, it's so you stupid. You couldn't possibly say that about this event. I want them to be like, I'm stealing from them. I yeah. can't believe how fucking cheap Kermit this is. and I were talking about that last night. He's like, dude, they throw so much at the, the attendees. Yeah. Like there's so much content going on. You get free shit when you show up. There's, Everything, yeah. There are lunches and VIP lounges. I mean, it's 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 a long day full of I mean, fun look, stuff. these are the most passionate, hardworking people in audio, in my opinion. I mean, if you're going to get in a plane and fly from Australia, okay, think about that for a second, and come do an event, you know, like you're pretty fucking motivated. Yeah. That's not everybody. A lot, a lot of people would just rather sit in their bedroom and like, you know, open up the DAW and get to work. But you know, that, that takes, I mean, and a lot of people are here, they're ESOL, meaning English is a second language. They're not here in their native tongue. So that's super intimidating. Oh, wow. So think about coming in and seeing a lecture. You know, I mean, again, we just had uh, Jens from Sweden mm -hmm. speaking, you know, not his first primary language, giving a lecture to a bunch of, you know, think about that for a second. I know. It, it's, it's, it, 
blows my fucking mind. Are you are you seeing the community outside of the events? In other words, are the is there a community where they're talking to each other? I mean, yeah, we have the whole group and they interact and yeah. we have all these different subgroups in our group. So we have people that want mixed critiques and mixed advice. Right. We have a little marketplace. We have a jobs board where people are like, hey, I am a drum editor. Anybody need drum editing? And like 10 people were like, hey, hit me up. You know, I just lost mine or I need vocal tuning. Or, so cool. So, you know, and what's even crazier is like from the summits, a lot of people have actually become business partners and built relationships now for like summit year one, summit year two. Mm. And you come back in a year and I mean, and you watch what people have done and it's just like, holy shit, like these people are blazing. Um, like we had this girl, Justine, she was our first female attendee. And oh, she, uh, blonde hair. Yes. Yeah, I think I know Justine Blazer. And like, is she here this time? She is. Okay. And her year, I, I can't believe she's had like all these charting songs and she just like kind of was like, hey, you know, I'm getting into music production at the beginning of last year. And like, now she's a charting it's just crazy all the things she's accomplished and i, I just saw her at the bar and i was like oh my god your year's been amazing i'm so proud of you and she was like i don't know i've just been working my ass. I'm like, oh it's just crazy Dude, and like so my wife kind of busts my balls because i i manage six people that's a lot of work it is six people's careers yeah people don't understand how much work that is oh yeah yeah it's yeah, all day a lot of shit i mean i'm actively ignoring things right now so i can be here and talk yeah. to you Right? Like I'm not sending invoices out right now. I'm not talking to bands. I'm not negotiating. Add rates. 30%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. We'll call it a summit fee. Uh, if uh, my clients are listening, I'm just kidding. Now, hold on. And I'm going to need a 10% management yes. fee of that. Just that, please, you know, yes. to manage the manager. <laughs> um, no, but it's just, it's just crazy. Like oh, what I was going to say is those six people that I represent are all male and they're all white. And that's not obviously by design. I'm not a goddamn Nazi. It's just that it's, <laughs> It is what it's it is. tough, man. Like, so about Justine, that's like, I don't know, one of five female producers I even know of that yeah, I mean, are really it, doing shit. It took courage and, you know, yeah. she was... Um, Good for her. She, I was very nice to see her post after the summit. She was like, I never felt so respected and had such a great event. That's, that's and great. She was, you know, and so it was... I've been talking to one it's a gal. family. Um, she is from Miami, I think. And she does a lot of like Latino music, but she works a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, so we'll see. But um, yeah, she she's reached out to me a few times. So. That's great. I yeah, mean, it's about goddamn time and bring on a, yeah. a female or I mean, something different. <laughs> you can't control the demographics of things, no. but at the same time, I think it's it's important to just be open and inviting. Meaning yep. that I I don't care who you are, what your background is. All I want to do is see you succeed. Yes. And you know, because it's like if somebody comes from our community and they succeed, we succeed together. So you know, you learn. You know, I'm a very capitalistic individual, but you definitely learn that there's something to be said for teamwork and synergistic stuff. You know, for example, I have skills and talents um, that complement very strongly my different, my other two partners. And we all do certain things like way better than the other ones. And it just organically kind of happened that way, but we kind of fit and found our roles mm -hmm. and it's allowed us to become the business. Meaning if we weren't that group of people, we probably would not have been able to build this because of the types of skill sets. So um, it, it's really just like, you know, just, going out there, knowing what you're good at and, you know, inviting and looking for other people on your team to compliment it. And, you know, like I said, the same thing goes in the community. We, we find the best, most active engaged members. We make them forum admins. They, they, yep. they help lead groups and, you know, they help the other people rise up and you just, you, so many people have just done so many things. So for us, it's like to watch people grow to achieve something. Cause again, like I said, I remember what it was like to not have any information and just be stuck and just want to learn the craft and just be so frustrated. So it's very, very, you know, music has been very good to me and my family working my ass off as a producer, but to like, you know, 
watch people come up to give a little bit back yeah to give it back yeah. it's the most well, i have to say thing. we didn't know each other i've no. never talked to you before i knew of you and when i reached out to you i'm like there's probably a 10 percent chance he gets back to me 10%? He's, he's too busy and i didn't not like you would big league me i didn't get that impression from you at all i just thought it was like this is the worst time to ask someone he's emceeing this event yeah. i asked you like two days before it's fine. You got back to me immediately. And you're like, yeah, man, that'd be great. Here's my phone number. Yeah. Like it was, so, it was, you know, and that's just, I try I to want act. people listening to, to know that that's how you win. It's not by acting it's and very posturing true. and acting like you're some hot shit. I mean, there is a, there is, okay. So it, there is, I, okay. I, I did want something. To add. I mean, there is a thing to like larger than life personalities and things like that and putting having like a persona and there, there's definitely a value in terms of your personal branding yeah. and for your business branding and things like that but at the same time you know i've always been the person where i feel like every time somebody asks me something i try to reply other than like you know the like people who have like crazy mental illness oh, on the internet yeah. you know what i'm talking about yeah. like they hit you up like every day and they're like this person is nuts yeah so i different. avoid those people but I, you always try to reply because again you never know who you're talking to and this no. is something i've learned i'll give you an example I'll tell you a story so this because none we wouldn't be sitting here if this story didn't happen so i had a band come in and it was the most like you know they, it was they were just terrible and it was like you know they got together like the week before they wrote two songs they came in they played the worst genre in my opinion which is deathcore i hate it mm. yeah just not for me i just don't yeah, get it very little inspiring for me too yeah but yeah. some people love it i respect it i'm you know it's not like as a producer i gotta feed my family so i'm gonna take the money and i'm gonna do the best job i can mm. so the band comes in they record and it was like yeah, I didn't think anything. It was two days in and out, two songs, have a nice day. The band broke up the next week. Well, a week later, I got a call from this band. They're like, hey, we heard what you did with TJ's band. And holy shit. They're like, you know, we're going to work with this Joey guy who just did this big band, uh, Devil Wears Prada. And, you know, we got four days with them. We can't afford more. You, you want to record our record and then like produce it? Like maybe he can go mix it. I'm like, that's cool, man. I never worked with anybody before. Yeah. And then I went down there. Uh, this, this gets crazy. I went down there. And I met Joey and we just became like really good friends and we started throwing work and doing all this shit together. Um, and from that meeting from this one kid, all this crazy shit. So for example, one of the kids in that band that I was telling you about, um, he wanted to work with Howard Benson as a writer on oh, Howard's geez. team and Howard's number two guy, Lenny, I mixed a ton of shit for him. And that's how I got my first number one with Miyavi in Japan, um, that I mixed. And, um, that was from a relationship from a kid from 10 years. And I've, I've worked with him over like 20 different projects now. Crazy. And, you know, he's got, you know, he had a, he had a number one, he co-wrote for all, all that remains, I believe. Damn. And like, just, you know, he did a Ninja Turtles yeah, yeah. movie song. And he's just like, and it was all cause he remained open and yeah, responsive. Like, and, when he was a 16 year old kid, he walked into my studio and like, you know, we gave him a little bit of mentoring and guidance. And, but again, you know, like had I that not met that one kid, like that tree of all those connections and that tree. Another crazy thing, like, um, I don't know if you met Mary Zimmer from Voice Hacks. She's, mm -hmm. um, I, I think she is the she next- She's vocal coach? Yes, she is. She's the, here, like yes, YouTuber? Yes, yes. Yeah, she I think I know who you're talking Melissa about. She's the next Melissa Cross, and she, not only that, she, in my opinion, will beyond surpass what Melissa has done. She has a pretty significant following, right? She, yeah, she's like, she is on the up like crazy, and I went to college with Mary. Oh, wow. Like, I've known her for 20 years, and it was crazy because it's like, you know, we were played in like, opposite bands that had kind of like rivalry and stuff mm -hmm. like we were we were cool and then we were uncool for a while and but then like cycle back forward 15 years and um here we are working with mary on stuff and she's just done so many amazing you wouldn't things. have known that 15 years yeah, ago yeah it's like, just like you have to treat people with respect 
and assume that they have good intentions. We were talking about that at the bar last night. I'm like, can you imagine if like we were actually totally assholes to each other like 20 years ago? Because now it's like we're like, you know, we're like working together on all these projects and things. And I'm like, isn't that amazing? So the point is, is like you never know who you're talking to. So anytime anybody reaches out, like I I try to do my best. And again, sometimes you get hit a lot and you're like busy as fuck. But at the same time, you know, you try to take the time because sometimes I've learned in my life that you meet a person randomly and they have this massive like master like link in the chain i'm not like a religious person or not like a fate person but sometimes i fucking wonder it's just I like know. it's crazy it it's is crazy like, i can't believe this led to this 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 and like i mean these are just a few small examples like simply like like i said that whole joey chain like different bands he gave me met different people that have had significant roles in my life like mm-hmm. person met a person met a person and then somehow you know 10 years later loop back and now it's part of my mm-hmm. team you know like and the thing that I've noticed too, not just being, um, not to big league people, that's rule number one, Yeah. but also know that you might have horse blinders on. Yeah. You, know, you might be in a tunnel of your own genre and world. Yes. So like just because- And trends these, change fast. Yes. And like some of the producers I represent, I assure you are doing their thing and they work all the time. Yeah. But half of these guys don't know, know who they are because I, they're in a rock world, yeah. right? So like Danny Reich is one of my clients. He works with tons of like indie artists and yeah. like, you know, singer songwriter and, and they have their own market, their own touring. They sell at venues around the world. Amazing. Really good rates. But like if you listen to, you know, Bring Me the Horizon, you might not know who that guy is. Yeah. And so it's, it's really important to remember that, that there are markets and there are whole worlds going on around us that we don't know about. Yeah, And absolutely. it doesn't make it less legitimate. I mean, here's another story that backs it up. Okay, so a long time ago, um, are you familiar with bands like Hum and uh, oh, Failure? You, you lose, I'm gonna lose my mind right now. Okay, so. Hum, I, I actually played shows with Hum. No shit. When I was 17 years old, 18. Okay, so check this out. And sh- a band called Shiner. I, this is back when I was doing like almost all local bands. So I had this band um, called Arctic Sleep. And this is, uh, you'd like them if you're into this. They're okay. like a doom metal Milwaukee, like one or two man project. Okay. And they, they, they've, Keith, the guy, he's, he's just made some stuff. He's like one of those guys that not a lot of people have heard of, but he has this fanatical, very small, insanely loving fan base. And, um, you know, so he'll get, he'll go out and get reviews and everybody's just like, this is the best fucking record ever, blah, blah, blah. And it's, 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 he just has like this little thing. And, um, I did this thing for a hum tribute for him that some label was putting on. And all of a sudden, like I got called from like eight bands that were kind of like in that genre. And, um, they Especially all, in the Midwest. Yeah, they like wanted that mix because they, they like, like the Ken Andrews thing. But I had more of like a slightly more modern Ken Andrews, like super large, like very aggressive, like hype, like almost like Nickelback-y sounding drums mm-hmm. and like... And I got all these like doom metal, like space rock bands. And I just fucking like started blowing up in that genre. I mean, this is like years ago, but... I was just like, well, I don't even listen to the music. What right. the fuck? Like, but it's a whole thing. Yeah, it it's is. It's a whole world. And like, you just yep. hit one or two influencing bands, and all of a sudden they're like, oh no, we need to, we need to sound just like this other band. Like that's the perfect sound. And like, yes. And you're just like, what? Dude, uh, so, one of my guys, Ryan Lewis, he he's he's worked oh, a lot. I heard her, yeah, I heard her. He worked with an artist named Doja Cat. And okay. Doja Cat is. Have you ever heard of her? No. She has millions of followers on Instagram. She's wow. she's about to win a Grammy. She's toured with Lizzo, you know, Lizzo, she's like exploding right now. Another pop star, rapper kind of girl. But like, that's a whole world that, you know, we don't even fucking know about. And they're doing amazing. 
It's incredible. Yeah. Um, Do you got to get going? Uh, 12. Yeah, pretty pretty soon here. So five okay. minutes and we'll um, lead out. What can we wrap it up with? Let's let's say, I mean, first of all, where can people find you? Um, well, you can find me on um, like Instagram, just my name, J-O-E-L-W-A-N-A-S-E-K, just Instagram slash Joel Wanasek. I do a lot of like, okay. uh, do want to talk business. I do like Gary V content for yeah. audio. You yeah. know, you, 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 I love your, your the, the bio on your Instagram is the Tony Robbins of, producers or something like that do you know um billy decker he is uh one of the yes. top five country mixers arguably in the world and like the first time i haven't I met will, him but i know who you mean yeah. i mean i'll introduce you because he's be speaking pretty soon okay. and the first somebody came and he saw it and he was like joel you're like the fucking tony robbins of audio man i've never seen anything <laughs> so like good. that because i'm always doing like the motivational yeah, yeah, shit yeah, yeah. and um it, it's just kind of like my little sub niche in this whole thing right. like I'm, I'm the guy who does it so like all these people keep calling me so i'm like all right i'm gonna put that in my bio but like i'm gonna make sure that it was quoted to somebody else because i'm not the one who came up with right. it i don't want to seem like a dick but it's also tongue in cheek it's very funny yeah, it's, you, and it's positive you got to have fun it's with fucking, it yeah the problem like tony robbins people want to make fun of him and like oh it's so like corny and it's positive man it's a fucking awesome take I, part of it and don't take all of it if you want first time i saw tony robbins positive. i was just like holy shit yeah this is this wow. there's a reason he's successful yeah, he's he's the best at what he does right. and we took a lot of things from yep. his i just inspired because Again, you know, I mean, audio is a super micro niche, but in my opinion, I'm just like, that's a perfect fit for me and my skill set and mm -hmm. like the things that I do and I thrive and I, it, people seem to respond positively. Like, just like I said, each one of uh, me, Ale and Joe, we kind of each have like a big different personality in different ways in our genre yep. and um, different people amongst our community relate to us differently. You know, some people relate really well to me or to Al. Al is kind of like the badass, like mentor uncle. Who beer, yeah, he yeah. kicks your ass. Like right. he's really tough with you. You know, Joey's just like, you know, he's got that rock star producer. Mm -hmm. I basically invented the whole fucking genre of metal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like you know thing and he's got his fans and bring the and, energy and yeah. optimism I so love it. it's it's just kind of like entrepreneurship you know, too having different personal brands and uh settling into them and just embracing it yep. and not giving a fuck if it, somebody doesn't like it or whatever because you can go follow anybody you want to follow so yep. um it's just i think it goes to the show that if you're like upcoming in this industry you're trying to find your voice or like figure out where you fit in it's important to just be super open-minded because I never thought I'd be doing this for a living. I was just like, I just want to like record local bands in my basement and not give a shit. Mm -hmm. And here I am now on stage with, uh, you know, thousands of fucking people in this community. And it, it I don't know. Like, how do you, how, yeah. do, how does that fucking happen? I don't know. I know. But well, as, as we close, cause you got to get going. Um, what's like the, the, I guess the sales pitch for people to, to sign up with URM and okay, well it's URM.academy. Okay. Um, so it's 19 bucks a month. We do, uh, like the nail, the mix level. So nail the mix you get, well, you get a lot of shit with URM. People don't understand. Not only do you get like the song we're working on and the band and the, the mixer and it's a live stream and you can interact with them and stuff like that. But we also have something called uh, mix lab, which are like all these bite-sized tutorials. And we have literally hundreds of hours of content. It's insane. Like it would take you a year to go through that shit. And, um, we have portfolio builders. So we give you like badass portfolio tracks recorded by top producers and you can mix them because for example say you're a kid starting out your studio you know you're 20 years old you're in your basement you're like i don't have any bands but i need to hire some bands people need to hear that i don't suck and i don't have any good stems and so you can log in boom sign up you can go download all this awesome shit and like now i got pop punk yep. produced by andrew wade you know right. i've got so you can show that to people yeah and yeah. it's amazing as a tool of acquisition so that's what you get with nail the mix and we have enhanced which is like you know the 39 dollars month subscription which is uh we have the fast track library so for example nail the mix you mix a song from scratch but 
in something like Enhance, we may just do a deep dive course on hearing compression for two or three hours. We might do a deep dive seven hour class and just getting guitar tones and mm. like getting into the insane intricacies of these things. So you get, you know, we have so many, it's crazy how deep that library is. We also do one-on-ones, okay? So I'll sit down, AL, we'll sit down, Joey, some people on our staff, we'll sit down with people like made people who are very successful, we'll sit down with these kids and be like, hey, you want to mix, create, what's going on? I'm having a hard time acquiring clients. Here's five things that you can try in your market, blah, blah, blah. And we give them direct coaching. Mm-hmm. And then we also have... Um, we do a thing called mix rescue. So like one of the, one of our guests, we take these A-list producers, we'll open up your freaking mix and take it and remix your mix in front of and show you how you can improve on the band that you're working it's on. It's great. So it's, you so know, it's all for that one flat yeah, so subscription for, fee. And yeah. So okay. the 20 or the $40 level for 40 bucks a month, the amount of subscription, the amount of like education you get is it's ridiculous. Like compare that to say what you go to get at an audio school, you get some, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything negative, but the, va- the value sale and all that shit. Yeah. I have never understood it. I think it had a purpose back in There's the day. There's no comparison in the amount of value and experience and real world world like what's hot right now shit that you get at what we do so it's urm.academy if you're interested i also have a software company where i make drum samples and things like that and we have some award-winning software called drum forge mm-hmm. and uh huge yeah. product yeah huge we, product. we just yeah. just out there working our asses off you know like maniacs every day just trying to make people making basically our goal is like like i said giving back to the industry and trying to help people make music for example you just well, make it easier to create. I'm I'm blown away and super impressed. I mean, as we talk, there are about a hundred guys lining up to go into the next lecture or whatever you call it event, and it's it's amazing to see, man. It's it's so cool. Well, thank you so much for yeah. having me and being here. And, Absolutely, uh, we're gonna go rock the shit out of this stage. We're gonna go do it again. <laughs> All right, man. Cheers. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right, shake your hand. Thanks for doing this. Love it. Thank that you. was a lot of fun. That's exactly. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts